I got to tell you, I was not expecting Isaac Misrahi to call me an idiot and say I wasn't cool at all. <laughs> Did you ever see him on Project Runway? Those are like the only words he knows to call people. Right, but like specifically about bridge. <laughs> I know. Fair like point. the reason I'm not cool and the reason I'm a big old dummy <laughs> is because of my lack of bridge playing. And to which I say, Isaac, if you got to know me, I think you'd like me. <laughs> Hi, Jillian Benzavalli. Hi, Patrick Hines. Hey, fam. Guess what? Obsessed Fest is upon us. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's September oh 31st to October 2nd, Columbus, Ohio. Listen, there's two ways to attend Obsessed Fest, okay. right? There's the daytime programming, the Fest Pass, and okay. then there's the evening live show. Two separate tickets. Unless you bought early on, you bought a package or whatever. But right now, that's how you can do it. I want to tell you what's happening during the day. Please do. With the Fest Pass, you get access to the panels, the meet and greets, hobnobbing with all the, the podcasters that are going to be there. You get the karaoke. You get the Jillian's Taylor Swift sing-along. Yeah, we're playing like family feud but they're yes. also going to be like serious true crimey totally. panels and then we're also going to have fun because that's kind of what we do yeah Robbie's going to do a whole Adnan Q&A um, you and Bob Ruff are going to do a West Memphis 3 panel yeah, yeah, there's yeah. going to be wrongful conviction stuff all over the place and you get all of that with the festival pass and at night there's the live show so on Friday night it's Obsessed with Disappeared okay. and Scamfluencers Perfect. Saturday night it's Morbid and then Us excellent now listen at the time of this recording the Obsessed with Disappeared and the TCO shows are almost sold out they may be sold out by the time you hear this still come to the festival if you want to meet us. We're going to be at the festival all day long just taking pictures and saying hi and yeah. meeting you and your friends and doing whatever you want us to Podcasters do. in the wild. Exactly. And there are some things still being planned. That's there are true. some surprises that might be coming your way. I don't know. I've yes. said too much. We haven't announced everything yet, but get your tickets now. It is going to sell out. It's going to be 2200 of your true crime best friends. Obsessfest.com. Get your texts. Yeah, come see us. It's going to be great. Also, join us on the Patreon if okay. you want more Jillian and me. Yeah, so that's where we do all ad-free episodes yes. of these, of you know, our regular episodes, but also the long form stuff, the vow, making a murder, the jinx, the staircase, yes. Heaven's Gate, murder among the Mormons, that Gacy thing from Peacock. The Gacy thing where he killed all those people on Peacock. Yeah, I know. Puppet Master. Yes. Also, you get ad-free versions of these episodes. All of those episodes are also ad-free. I just said all that. Okay, well, you also get the after party too. <laughs> it is where very we, important. Yeah, we do after parties where we just like answer your questions. We do AMAs. We give you advice. There's a tier where we send you stuff in the mail. Yeah, it's usually pretty gay. Yeah. Whatever comes in the mail. <laughs> we just send on our private. Yeah, it's awesome. So good. Other than that, please just join the Facebook group. 50,000 of your true crime best friends. It's heavily moderated in a good way. It's a total safe space. People are always coming in there being like, I can't post this on my main page, but I need to tell somebody. So many things start with that. (laughs) I know. I'm only telling you, all 50,000 of you. All right, girl, what are we talking about today? We are covering dirty tricks on Showtime about the scandal that rocked the world of professional bridge or competitive bridge. Let me say this at the top. This is one of those that's like not really about bridge, if that sounds boring to you. This is much more about the scandal of like, this guy, was he cheating? Is he a faker? And it's bridge the card game. Yes. I feel like that should be, we should make that clear. I promise, it can sound a little boring. I promise. I loved this documentary. Okay, good. I'm glad. For his generation, he may be the best bridge player in the world. He could have been, you know, the next Michael Jordan of bridge. He was that good. They just kept winning major events, him and his partner, on whatever team they played, almost to the point it was kind of unbelievable. Such a young pair, winning everything. They were at the top. They had everything you could want in bridge. They were making great money. They were winning all kinds of things. What more could you want? I see people writing that he's a cheater, he's a cheater, he's a cheater. They put it inside my head. 
it was all coming to a boil. There was too much cheating going on, and it had to stop. Like, the shit had to hit the fan. I didn't cheat, but I brought it on myself. Bridge is all my life. They took, they took my baby. They took half of me. I cannot forgive for that. So right at the top, we see this guy, and he's, like, in some sort of infomercial, and he goes, Hello. You probably recognize my face. I'm, I'm afraid that I don't, sir. <laughs> okay, it's Omar Sharif. <laughs> Who is that? From Lawrence of Arabia okay. and Funny Girl. Everyone's <laughs> talking about Funny Girl. Uh, That's true. Leah Michelle is not involved. This is like the original Funny Girl. But his lower third says actor slash bridge player. I know. People love bridge. I just wrote, who the fuck are you? But hey, Isaac Mizrahi is here to so talk some shit about you. He's basically like, everyone who plays bridge <laughs> is cool. If you think you're cool and you don't play bridge, untrue. Now, let me just say something. For the record, mm-hmm. Isaac and everyone yeah. else. Maybe sure. listening, Lady Paid at the Five, Isaac. Yep. I love a good card game. Sure. I love game night. Yeah. I really am, like, Bridge is something that I totally could have been into. I, I would like you to and get I into it. never had a game night. I know, we have to get into that. We gotta rectify that. But it's gonna get, like, real. That's true. Listen, you would say, no one likes a rule better than Steve Tiptoe. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, Steve, I'm not gonna play Scrabble. We're gonna play cards. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna take you for all you're worth. But I feel like Bridge is one of those games where it's a little too complicated. If you didn't grow up playing yeah. it, maybe you're not really interested in it. But I would love to play it. Isaac. Yeah. And maybe you can come teach me, Isaac. He's Because I, I feel like I'd be into bridge and I feel like I'd be kind of good at it. Sure. I mean, and then we we learn that there's like the casual world of bridge playing, and then there's Loton's world. Loton Fisher. So we gotta meet this Loton Fisher guy. As soon as they say his name, we see him standing like bare chested in front of a mirror. Hey, Harry does not begin to describe him, but he's also pretty hot. I cannot tell you how many times I have in my notes, it's bridge. I know. Lighten up. <laughs> As they're introducing him, Jillian, I have this note right. It's says, Jillian, are you fucking with me or no. is this a mockumentary? I mean, it might as well be. It's, it's for so many moments. It's like, is this, are these people actually saying this? It's so crazy. And Lotan is telling us, like, look. You're earning a lot of money. You're living the life. You're traveling a lot. Hanging out with the richest people in the world, Bill Gates, Warren Buffett. You're hobnobbing with, like, the richest people in the world, Bill Gates and Warren Buffett, who I did not know who that was. Uh-huh. And I was like, is he the cheeseburger in paradise guy? First of all. No. Second, (laughs) hobnobbing twice in the last three minutes. Are you okay? I I like that expression. It's a great one. I'm just saying, I feel like hobnobbing is one of those words where you're like, I haven't heard that word in a while. (laughs) I can't say that because I've heard it it two minutes ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I googled if Warren Buffett was the cheeseburger in paradise guy. No, that's Jimmy Buffett. I was like, is there any relation? How do you know? Warren, no, girl. (laughs) Warren Buffett. How do you know who he is? How do you not know who he is? You know what? Get out of here. I I hate that when I have to ask you to leave the booth because you're fancy private school education. All right. Have fun doing this by yourself. Okay, no. Come back. We need you. Oh, okay. I'm here. Oh, wait. I love my job. Okay, great. But, you know, people have told Lotan his whole life, I could be a good programmer. I could be a good money manager. No, girl. I'm going to bridge. I want to do that. So here's the Lotan story. He came from a very athletic family, but he's like, I wasn't into the sports. And I'm like, okay. So I I see where Lotan's coming from. His dad was not happy about that. He goes to like bridge classes. When I was about 11 years old, I saw two girls from my class and I was asking them, where are you going? They told me we're going to the mall and we're going to a bridge lesson. (laughs) One of them I really like, so I was trying to make some impression. I decided, okay, I want to go to the bridge lesson. 
this girl he has a crush on decides to go to bridge class, and so he wants to go to bridge, like, take bridge lessons when he's 11 years old. Listeners in Israel, is this an Israel thing? That's where Lotan is growing up, and yeah. I've never heard of, like, an after-school bridge club. Yeah, I don't, for kids? For kids. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But Lotan goes, and he's like, immediately is amazing. Lotan is doing this thing under the table, which we learn is called counting your tricks. Uh-huh. I don't know what that means, right. but apparently that's like something that really advanced bridge players do. It takes five years to get to the point that Lotan is when he walks in the door as an 11-year-old. Exactly. And the, and the coach is here to be like, no, he just instinctively knew to do that. Like, I knew this kid was going to be top. So the, the coach says... He's going to be hobnobbing with Bill Gates. hobnobbing with the cheeseburger in paradise guy. Also, cheeseburger in paradise. We have to stop. Jimmy Buffett needs to just sit down. Cheeseburger in paradise. Paradise. So... I'm so hungry. I, what I would do every time. for like an Impossible Burger I, right now is, I, I can't even say it out no, loud I because I don't want it on the record. The things, the, the crimes I would commit wow. for like an Impossible Burger oh Deluxe right God. now, okay. my, I can't even, okay. I'm sorry okay. for the mouth sounds. Anyway, okay. so the coach says to the father, your kid's a genius, let me be his coach. And the dad's yeah. like, no son of mine is going to be a bridge exactly. player. He's going to play sports like a real boy. Sports like handball. <laughs> and I'm like, all right. And the teacher shoots back. If he plays handball, he'll be the champion of the schoolyard. But if he plays bridge, yeah. he'll be champion of the world. To which I the know. dad is like, all right. Totally. Handball, handball. Totally. My kids play bridge. And we see videos of these bridge lessons. These kids are really into it, I got to say. It doesn't look like a fun game. It in, in this And this like very strict bridge no. club after school. No. So within two years of Lotan starting these bridge lessons at age 11, he's 13 years old. He wins the European Bridge Championship. Yeah. But we hear from Ketty, who's his mother. Yeah. And she's like, none of this is really all that surprising to me because Lotan loves numbers and he has this really unusual and truly fascinating brain. Okay, but let me say one thing here. Yeah. So we see a home video of him as a little kid and the mother says, what's 1,999 plus 1,999? Without skipping a beat, he says 3,998. That right. blew my mind, right? Okay. I turned to Steve and I said, because I was like, Steve's like a math kid. Sure. I turned to Steve and I said, what's 1,999 plus 1,999? He goes 3,998. Like, didn't miss a beat. And he's like, it's 2,000 plus 2,000 minus 2. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh. Oh, shit. It's like a trick. Yeah, Like Because right. I said to him, I'm like, well, oh, right, we didn't see the mother say, what's 3,487 plus right. 2,865? To which I totally would answer that if I wanted to, but I don't feel <laughs> I'm like just saying, right it's a trick. Right, of course. You know what I mean? It's a dirty... Yeah, sure. it's a fucking trick. So, but like, he's so amazing at these tricks, right? Because that he's going see, on talk shows. Yeah, we see other examples of him. Like, he can memorize credit card numbers, social security numbers, serial Forward numbers. Forward and backwards. Again, according to his mother. And like, I'm not trying to pick on a little kid here. Yeah. But like, that could be memorized. Right. Like, I haven't seen a talk show host be like, I'm going to pull this out of a hat. Exactly. Or like, really make it seem like it's random. Because we see one of his friends, right? This is like 11 digit number. Lotan looks at it once and then can recite it forwards and backwards which is amazing it's if that's amazing. real if yeah. that's real like if they didn't like agree on the number ahead of time right you know what I mean of course of yeah. course I know someone who could spell supercalifragilisticexpialidocious forwards and backwards wow yeah Arthur Lewis from Free Self Supreme He's oh my genius. god yeah. but we learned this condition is called phenomenal memory like there are, really are people in the world who can do it maybe this kid is one of them and like photographic memory is a thing like yes. he might have that and fi- he might have some of this I, I don't think that is totally totally far-fetched so 13 years old he's playing this tournament and he tells this big this is the first 
real big misunderstanding that we hear about from Lotan. Uh, let me explain it because I don't know how bridge works. So I'm going to explain it like to the people like me who don't understand how the game actually works. Do you works. think I understand bridge? Go call Isaac because <laughs> Mizrahi. Tell him. Tell him I'm not a dummy. Well, we learned that he's 13 years old. And like, I guess the game bridge involves some kind of board. You have to use a board for and, the game. It holds the cards for the game. Okay. So he's at the tournament. He goes up to get his board. I probably took it very quickly because I was excited about the match. We played very well. And then when I took the board, one of the notes which was uh, on the top fell on the floor. So I picked it up from the floor. I didn't look. I hold it in my hand. I put the board on the table. And I was sitting on my right hand, which holds the, the note. And when he gets the board, some, like, card falls off. And so Lotan's like, I just picked it up because I just instinctively did. I was going to give it right back to the director of the tournament, but I didn't. So I sat down and started to play, and one of my opponents across the table saw that I was holding a card under the table. Right. And called the director of the tournament over. Totally rats him out. Totally rats him out. And then Lotan is saying, like, oh, no, 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 I know it looks suspicious, but I didn't look at it. I don't know what was on the card. I just, like, picked it up and didn't put it back yet, but I was totally going. To. But And I didn't say, like, oh, here's this thing in my hand. Like, right. people are thinking, even as a 13-year-old, it's very suspicious that he's playing bridge with one hand while holding this thing in his other hand under the table. And it's also not clear what kind of advantage this card would give him. And Nobody yeah, tells us. Nobody. It's, again, unnecessarily unclear. But they bring him in front of the ethics board. Let me tell you something about bridge. Yeah, they do not fuck around. Everything about it is, they're yeah. taking very serious lessons at 11 years yes. old. Like, everything about it seems very, no fun. And this ethics board decides that he was in the wrong, that he was cheating, and they suspend him from the game for two years. Right. Two years. Yeah. So Isaac Mizrahi is here to tell us once again how amazing Bridge is. <laughs> and, he, and he goes... When you watch a really good ballet dancer, it's this fabulous image. A mirage almost, right? And that's what good Bridge is. It takes anyone a very long time to kind of grasp the brilliance of the game. Not you. You're not brilliant. The game itself is so fantastic, really. It takes you a while to grasp the brilliance of game. Not you. You're not brilliant. <laughs> the game of bridge is brilliant. And I'm like, Isaac, please stop calling me an idiot. <laughs> I, if you gave me a chance, I, I bet know. I could learn the game. He also compares bridge to ballet, which is just so gay. And then, it's just it's so, so gay, gay, Jillian. And then he sets his sight on the filmmaker. He goes, do you play bridge? The filmmaker doesn't. He goes, oh my God, you don't? I know. Well, you have to learn to play. Can we also just point out Isaac Misrahi has no connection to this story. He's literally here for the color commentary. He's the me of this documentary. He's like a fun, famous person who yes, loves Bridge. Totally. And who cares about it a lot to sit in front of a documentary. I love I love that he's here. I'm I a mean, fan! No, I love that he's here too, but every other talking head is like some expert on Bridge sure. or some other person who played with all the people involved. You know, he's, there, Rossi, he's just like the fun gay guy. He's there to dumb it down for idiots like me totally. who don't play Bridge. Thanks, Isaac. <laughs> so we get a crash course in Bridge. And it's very complicated. It takes decades to master, but apparently there's some old video from the 80s that's going to tell us everything we need to know for the sake of this documentary. I don't understand a word of it. No, and I was like, I I almost texted you because I was like, if I need to know how to play bridge to watch this documentary, I'm not going to be able to do this. Well, but the thing about it is that you cannot communicate with your partner about the tricks and that is the most important part. That's the only thing you have to know. You can only play with a partner and you play against another two-partner team and you cannot communicate with your own partner. But you cannot signal. No. You cannot have a conversation and the no. whole point is that you have to be so aware of what other cards are hitting the table, counting those tricks and yes. figuring that out that 
you have to trust your partner yes. that they're doing the exact same thing on the level that you are. Right. And that's it. Right. And so after two years, he's been banned for two years. Lotan's back, baby. He's back. He's back. And he gets a partner okay. named Ron. And Ron was the only guy available. Ouch. <laughs> the thing, this they guy, met, Ron. They met at bridge camp. They call Ron a schlub in this documentary about 80 times. Ron, like, you know that I go through life only wearing my TCO merch because that's the only, like, that's all the tolerance they, I have for clothes. You know, you're saving us a lot in marketing. I know, but I'm just thinking if, if Ron Schwartz had merch, he would just be me. He would just wear his own merch oh, all the time. I don't, don't compare yourself to Ron. I don't, I don't Ron, really like Ron. They met when they were kids. Lotan's like, look, I'm not easy to play with. I remember after one tournament, he told me, I quit. I don't want to play with you anymore. And I needed to apologize. And then we played again. I told him I will never do it again. I did it again, even worse than that. I made him cry a million times. The first couple of years we were playing together, I just screamed at him all the time. He goes, I made him cry a million times. I Again, know. it's bridge. You're at bridge camp. But like, like Lotan is doing this thing that I really don't like when people do it. Like sort of bragging about how mean he was yes. to Ron and yep. about like, I'm so much better than Ron. I'm so much smarter than Ron. So basically he was like bullying and hazing Ron and like yeah. breaking him down to make <laughs> yeah. him his perfect bridge partner I or whatever. Know. Like woof. I so <laughs> like over the years, they like work through their hatred. Their like mutual hatred and then become like the best partners in bridge but they're like practicing 12 to 15 hours a day like what bridge a, it's a game like go it's outside still a card game. everybody i don't care inside outside just it's a game it's a game it's a card at its core it's a card game but like at the end of the day they become like the most famous bridge players in all the world they we are told they were considered one of the very best partnerships in the world and they were you know in all of the bridge magazines on the covers of the bridge magazines and they were famous yeah gracing all the covers of all the bridge magazines in the bridge world they are they're bridge they're famous the it, right? they're bridge celebrities they're bridge celebrities there you go how long did it take you to do that check the time they're bridge celebrities over here but Lotan is one of those people that is very just like happy to brag about how he's the worst yes and he's like I think I'm the smartest person in the room because I am the smartest right. person in the Yes. And like, that's just how it is. And I'm so much better at everything than everyone, especially Bridge. It's so funny because the notes I took on this section says, we hear from all these bitter ass champions that he was very arrogant. I know. <laughs> everyone of, hates it. Everyone like, hates him. Everyone hates this guy. Especially this Norwegian guy named oh Boya. Boya is so... So cute. I don't know. He's just, he's like, if Ryan Phillippe had a slightly uglier brother, it'd be this guy. Oh my God. <laughs> he's Norwegian. He's a bridge champion. He's very, very famous. He's been in books. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he's graced all the covers of all the bridge magazines. Uh, how like, many do you think there are? I'm going to get like eight to nine. Eight to nine bridge magazines. Well, it is very serious. I keep going back I, to look, that. Remember how many Beanie Baby magazines there were? We were shocked about that too. According to Nancy, there was only one. The best one. I don't know if it was Nancy or not. <laughs> So Boya hears about Lotan and Ron. And yes. now Boya offers Lotan and Ron to join the team with yes. Boya and his partner. So they could be like the top four most unstoppable, the best bridge players ever. And look, Lotan is over the moon. I had over the moon too. <laughs> He's going to be hobnobbing with Boya. I had over the moon. <laughs> I can't believe it. After five years, I finally had an effect on you. <laughs> I <finally> have. <laughs> what, you think I'm saying over the moon because you say over the moon? No, I'm just, I don't know. I'm not trying to claim your genius. No, my mom. I stole that from my mom. Oh, good. <laughs> she always is over the moon. She has all of these like queensisms. She's a queens. I love your mother. She's great. So they're best friends and bridge champions. Everything's coming up roses. Everything is like could not be better. All they do is win, 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 no matter they're what. They're winning, all. winning, winning. And Lotan is like, if you're a very good bridge player, you can be 
way too rich. You get paid over 2,000 bucks a day. Just playing bridge, travel around. If you're extremely good, making a six-figure salary is not that difficult to do, uh, you know, as a professional player. And, you know, the best ones are making half a million dollars a year. The people at the top of their games are making a half million dollars a year playing bridge. So there's a major financial incentive. At 2015, Jimmy Kane calls, to which Lotan <laughs> says, he called me and he said, hello, it's me, it's Jimmy Kane. And that's how I knew it was Jimmy Kane. <laughs> to which I say, that's great. Who the hell is Jimmy Kane? Well, I'm glad you asked. Jimmy Kane was the CEO of Bear Stearns, oh. and he just, like, fucking loved bridge. So he also has a team. He's worth, this guy Jimmy Kane's worth a billion dollars until it all comes crashing down in 2007. And he still has so much money that he's just bored and he wants to, like, invest in the bridge I I know. And meanwhile, like, while people are losing their houses and people are out of work and homes, we're told while Bear Stearns is burning up, Jimmy Kane was playing bridge. Priorities. Just making the time go by. Priorities. You know what I mean? So Jimmy steals Lotan yes. from Boya's team. Everything, you remember, everyone was in love and it was great. Totally. He offers him more money, better teammates, a better offer, and Boya is devastated. But Boya's not mad that Lotan left him. Boya's mad that Boya didn't get the offer. Yes. You yes. know what I mean? Like, he's been second fiddle to Ryan Philby his whole life. Now he can't even get the bridge gig. How many times has he heard that in his I life? <laughs> You'd be so hot if Ryan Phillippe didn't exist. Oh my God. <laughs> and Lotan is ambitious as fuck, so yes. like, just keep that in mind. Totally. So in 2015, there's a big championship in Chicago. 10,000 players, best of the best. You play all day long. It's exhausting. Can we get some of this newscaster footage where they're like, Mike Benson live from the 2015 Spin Gold. We've had some intense days here in Chicago featuring a record number of over 10,000 players and 64 international teams. We've had a real intense day here in Chicago. It's bridge. It's bridge. It's bridge. Lotan is so excited, by the way. He's talking about, like, on the flight on the way there, his heart is pounding. All they can talk about is bridge. And the thing about bridge is that you sit in silence. I, the whole oh, point of it is that you can't signal. I'd be bad at that game. It's very serious oh, God. and you just sit in silence. When Steve was on Jeopardy a hundred years ago, when we were sitting in the audience, Alex Trebek said, under no uncertain terms, we will beat you and drag you out of this building in the audience if you make a sound. Because they're afraid of signaling on Jeopardy, too. Oh, of course. Yeah, crazy. But Lotan is like, I just, Lotan is so into it. He's like, this was going to be tough. Everywhere you look, there was going to be champions, champions, champions. And so, but now, like, right out of a movie, I know. Lotan is going head to head with his best friend turned enemy, Boya. Yeah, they both make it to the semifinals. It was like a match to decide who is bigger, LeBron or Michael Jordan. I felt like all my body, like, I remember that I looked at myself on the mirror and I shouted, Showtime, baby. Showtime, baby. Now it's time to prove yourself. It's showtime, baby, as right. Lotan says. <laughs> he says, I looked at the... He was so nervous. He did that thing where he, like, spit water on himself in the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, it's showtime, baby. Like in Ted Lasso, where she just does the big... She makes herself as big as possible. <laughs> yes. Only that's, like, the good way to do it. Totally. And Lotan is just, like, being oh, God. creepily aggressive. And they're like, this is as big as figuring out who's better, LeBron or Michael Jordan. I'm like, Michael Jordan, God. right? But also, like, who can, like that? Who cares? You can't come... It's bridge! So now, something about... I don't know the answer to this yes but like how scoring works in bridge sure. like they're neck and neck so the scores are like 22 to 29 and then 104 to 107 this is one of those things where it does seem subjective i thought like to me it's, it's like, like well numbers are numbers right, right? it's so, a card game and i was surprised to hear 
that these numbers could be up for debate. But the uh-huh. point is they are neck and neck the entire time. The game ends after 12 hours. Yeah. Exa- in silence. Yes. Exhausting. Oh, God. So they're all waiting for the results. And the gameplay, another thing they do in Bridge, every move is out there for the public to see. If yes. they're at these things, so you could see who played what and yep. when and what happened and how many points were given to whoever. Yes. The final score. It, this is crazy. The score was 159-158. We lost by one imp. There is no smallest margin than that. That happens maybe once in in 1,000 matches. They lose by one point, and we are told the scores are never that close. That happens like one in 1,000 times. And Lotan appeals. But can I just say before he appeals, everyone is sobbing. Yeah. Grown men, everyone is like, you see these images of these people. They are hysterical. Because no matter who you're rooting for, after 12 hours of sitting in silence playing a card game to lose by one point, and that has never happened, like, it's just, it's crazy. And so Lotan appeals, right? Crazy. But I was thinking, if the scoring is subjective, and you like losing by one point, point never happens you'd be an idiot not to appeal sure but like they don't explain how scoring works in this moment yes so i assumed you know the numbers are the numbers and you can't argue them so maybe he wants a recount because it's that close like maybe he just really wants a recount yeah but apparently he says we just went to the director about some moves that our opponents made yes and we thought that maybe that could change some decision and that maybe that would result in a different ending and i'm like wait what They don't explain that. No, when they go to the director, Lotan explains to us. The appeal committee decided that we were right about some of our arguments. So they decided that we deserve to get two points. I couldn't believe it. I just won boy Brooklyn. So now it flips. And they win by one point. Yes. Now, Ron and Lotan are celebrating and dancing and screaming. And I'm like, isn't that a shitty win? Uh-huh. Don't you think? Like, I mean, a win's a win. But, like, Boya is super upset. Like, they just won. And it didn't take, like, usually you would think, like, that would take days yes. and weeks, like, to really go through. It happens very quickly. Right. Because Boya won. Then they appealed. Then he lost. And, like, by 1.30 in the morning, he's like, fuck this. I know. But apparently all of the gameplay was, like, recorded for online. And not video. Right. Just each move. Like, just the information, the facts. So he's, like, drunk in his room. Yeah. Looking at what happened. He's he's like, like, I'm just going to, like, go through this. I don't understand how I won and then I lost. I'm just going to go through all the moves that were made. And he notices, like, this guy Ron, Lotan's partner. There was a hand where it was so clear in my view. And I think that of the top 100 players in the world, at least 99 would have led a heart. But Ron led something else. So that was strange. He said, why is this happening? I know how good a player he is. And that's how it kind of really got started, that we felt that something was, something was astray. 99 out of 100 bridge players would know to do one thing. Yes. Ron does the other thing. Right. And for some reason, it happened like a one in a million chance. It totally made sense for the game. Right. But Ron would have had no way of knowing that. Unless they cheated. Exactly. So like what looks like Ron just made a a big stupid mistake doesn't make any sense. Right. So they must have been cheating. Because it works out well for them. Exactly. It wasn't a mistake. Right. It just this one in a million chance like Ron made this good move, but no one in their right mind would have played that card. 
And so he goes to the bar in the hotel at like two in the morning and everybody there is like, so did you see that moment where Lotan totally cheated you? Yes. Everyone's like, you know Lotan's totally a cheater and he totally cheated you. Did you catch that? Like everyone had independently also seen what Boya just discovered. Yes. And so apparently everyone's like, oh, and they do this all the time. Right. Like, everyone sort of is telling Boya, I'm sorry, are you late to the party? I all know. they do is cheat. And Boya's like, what? And to be clear, Lotan is like a world champion, the most famous bridge player ever to live. Then they start showing us YouTube clips of like examples. You know how you're not allowed to communicate at all? Right. We see these YouTube clips of Lotan coughing. Right. And that's signaling to Ron to do some kind of move. Or like where he places his water yes. and then he moves it and puts it somewhere else. Like they're saying that he's signaling. Right. And so Boy is like, I'm sorry. So you've been cheating and everyone knows about it and yes. no one has said anything and they're just winning championships? And because what we learn is that you can't accuse people of cheating unless you can absolutely prove it. Let's say I turn to them and go, you fucking guys are cheating. You think I don't know it? The organizers will immediately ban us from the tournament. You can't just accuse them of cheating without definitive proof. Because if you do that, then you get kicked out of the game. Right. That's how Lotan's been getting away with it. Exactly. And Boy is like, well, then let's just get the proof. Like, right. Exactly. Okay, so exactly. I'll just get the proof. Because he, according to him, he's like, I'm staring at the proof right now. Yes. I'm looking at it, and so is everyone in this hotel bar. So let's go. But the problem he's encountering is you can't prove that a cough is an indicator. Right. You can't prove that moving a water bottle is an indicator. Exactly. You know? But Boya doesn't care. Because he's right. telling everyone that Lotan and Ron have been cheating and they need to be kicked out. The tournament that Lotan has now just won means he's going to like the finals. Yeah. Boya goes to the people playing against him in the finals on a lunch break and are like, he's cheating. You need to quit the tournament right now. And so like there's a video of other players confronting Lotan yes. and saying like, hey, that hand was pretty weird. Like, can you explain that thought process of why you played that? Because yes. you're such a genius. Like, please teach me. Yep. And Lotan can't answer it. Right. And they're like, oh, so this fast thinking genius suddenly doesn't have anything to say. Now, Lotan says something here. Now, I'm not comparing my weird brain to his weird yeah, brain. Sure. It's not a competition and he might be a cheater. Right. <laughs> but someone who's neurodivergent, like, it can be very hard to explain how we get from one place to another. Yes. Like, it can be incredibly frustrating. And I'm not saying that's what's happening here, but I am saying that, like, I know what it's like to have something make complete sense in my brain. Yeah. And I understand how I got there. Uh-huh. But one, I can't make it make sense to anyone else. Yeah. Or I can't articulate it in any clear way. So I understand that that is something that is possible, but I don't know if that's what's happening with Lotan. Well, and also, Lotan's answer is, There are many things that I cannot explain. And this is one of the problems that people, they, they can't accept it. Like, why did you do that? Why did you know to do that and I didn't? My intuition made me do that, but this is not an answer that people accept. I can't answer why I made that choice. And to the person who asked the question, it's like, well, then you're a cheater. Exactly. You just prove that you're cheating. Right. And Lotan's like, no, I just have this intuition that's just always worked for right. me. Right, I'm just so good at this. But like, to me, when it's something as specific as a card game, you would have some answer. Well, You'd be able to say, look, I played this game enough times to know that in this situation, this kind of exactly. thing happens. Exactly, because you know? all we hear about Bridge since the beginning is that it takes years yes. to get good at this. Yes. But the point is, nobody's falling for this intuition thing. They're like, you made a really weird move that no bridge player would ever make and it paid off for you and you can't answer me as to why you right. did that. You're cheating. You're a cheater. And also because there have been rumors for years about this. Right. Like exactly. other stories like that. Starting from when he was 11 and got kicked out of that tournament and the whole league for two years. Exactly. You know? Now, but everyone is talking about this and everyone wants to take them down because the world championship game is two months away and the clock is ticking. Yeah. Boya especially. He's leading the charge. He's a man on a mission. He makes a website about it that is still up, by the way. Is it still it is, up? It's called Bridge Cheaters 
Mandarinbars.com. Go to it. I was on it today. Not a, again, not a word of it makes sense. Might as well. It's Mandarin. <laughs> it's Greek. It makes no sense to me. He's just saying, like, I didn't think about the consequences. I just had to do something. But here's my question about Boya. They don't tell us how long Lotan was playing on Boya's team. But, like, Boya would never have noticed if something was happening. My thing is, like, Boya, you're acting as though this guy wasn't on your own personal team for a couple of years. I don't think it was a couple of years. Yeah, maybe I it wasn't wrong. Long. It feels like everything happened really quickly, but maybe you're right. I'm just saying, Boya, it's not like you don't know this guy. It's I not know. like you've never played with this guy late into the night a uh-huh. hundred times. Because the thing that people, this website has formed a community. Yes. And so these people are finding a lot of suspicious activity. I went back and I watched the match against our team and there were at least 15 hands where weird things happened. It was like, man, you're one of the best players I've seen. You don't need to cheat. Like, well, I don't know why you would do it. 15 times in a game, he made a move that no bridge player would make. Unless they were, like, signaling with a cough or a drink right. water or something. So it's like, exactly. It's like yeah. what would be considered a mistake in any other game right. that happened to work out for him, like, so weirdly. Right. Happened, like, 15 times in one game. And so what they're doing is they're going from the card moves yes. first, and then they're going to branch out and say, okay, well, what happened during this specific card move? Yes. On the table? Where right. was the board? Where was the water? And now they're trying to piece it all together. But also, like, it just blows up in the news Vanity Fair, Rolling Stone, they're all... Ge- CNBC! I know, and I'm kind of like, I can't believe I did I love stories like this. Like, I can't believe I wasn't aware you that totally this was happening. totally missed it. I know. 2015, what were we doing in 2015? 2015, Daisy was one. I was doing that. Okay, you had your hands full. <laughs> yeah, totally. I totally understand how this did yeah. not land on your radar in any way. You had a one-year-old human oh, to make sure survived every day with you. Got it. So we jump to a month after the website goes live. Boya gets a cease and desist letter from Lotan. Lotan wants him to stop doing it, and he also wants a million dollars. Right. They used to be friends. <laughs> they used to be friends. But now we're in India at the World Championships, and Boya is arguing with another bridge player. Yeah. And this guy's like, you know what, Boya? Like, you might have a point, but I think it's really shitty that you put all of this online, and I think it's really shitty that you publicly convicted them. And Boya's like, shut up. I don't care. Now you're a cheater. It's well, yeah, But see, this is the thing. Part of it is ego on Boya's part. Because yeah. He thought he was the best bridge player in the world, you know? Yeah. And so, like, I think that Boya has a point, but also, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, this guy gets a little bit of power and takes it too far. Yeah. And now, if he were to say, like, this is something that's happening in the bridge world and we have to deal with it. Yeah. But what he says a lot is, and it made me really uncomfortable, Boya's just like, I don't care about anything else. We have to get the Israelis. Yeah. He says that a lot. It's a very Lotan specific thing. And it's not like, we have to, this is a game of integrity. Uh And we really, if there are 30 people doing this, every championship we got to get to the bottom of it it's a very Lotan specific thing but then it becomes more later and you know he's very frustrated because nobody is really taking him seriously but then Lotan is hauled in front of the Israeli special committee Israel has a whole special committee about the bridge world because the president of the world bridge federation was like boya you have to like there's no proof here like yeah everyone has to be hauled in front of every board and every committee and we just have to fight talk this out and the thing is like these committee meetings go on for the next year. It's not like it's settled in one meeting. We come back to meeting after meeting after meeting with these people. All of these meetings are with really well-known professional expert bridge players and some lawyers. Yes. And so they lay out all the accusations. And one of the lawyers that we meet is Lotan's defense lawyer. And so he tells us the story. These two young players come to me and they say, don't believe anything they are going to read. We didn't cheat. Okay, why should I believe you? They said, take us to a lie detector. said, are you willing to do that? You know, if you're going to fail the lie detector, I would find it very hard to keep on defending you. 
So take us to a lie detector. Give me a lie detector and I will prove to you that I'm innocent of these charges. And everyone listening to this podcast knows that lie detectors are bullshit anyway. I mean, lie detectors are bullshit, but like we usually say that when people fail. You know what I mean? I got to tell you, if I pass a lie detector and it worked in my favor, I'd still say that's great. That's bullshit. I mean, I think that he's guilty here, but like I try to put myself in his shoes for five seconds. Imagine he isn't guilty. And like the absolute mind numbing frustration of having no ability because like it's so hard to prove that he's cheating because you can't can't prove that the water bottle means anything. Of course. But you can't prove that he's not cheating because you can't prove that the exactly. water bottle Exactly. You know what I mean? So everyone's upset, everyone's frustrated, and no one can really articulate what they're trying to prove in any way. Exactly. But I will say, Ron and Lotan go and get the polygraph, and they fucking pass it. Right. And they both pass it. Right. Or at least we're told they pass we're it. We're told, yeah. <laughs> but speaking of Ron, yeah. everyone is talking shit about Ron. Yeah. Because they're this like, they he's, call him a schlub. he's a nitwit, <laughs> dingbat. I, but the thing about him, um, Nitwit is like the mean it's just like so belittling I know, and it's so belittling, totally. You know what I mean? But the thing that everyone's trying to <laughs> say in a very <laughs> nitwit. Oh, we probably no. can't say that anymore. I, I probably, probably not. It. Oh god. But with the point they're trying to say in a very mean way. Yeah. Ron Schwartz was very soft spoken, almost didn't speak. Like a nitwit. Ron Schwartz. He's a terrible bridge player. It was just impossible. He was winning all those tournaments. Ron is not a very good player. And right. it's weird that he teamed, that Lotan wanted to team up with him because he would make these like bonehead moves and yes. they would still win. Exactly like what we were saying before. Like moves that make no sense to uh-huh. any of these bridge professionals. And suddenly like this fluke yes. always happens to work in their favor. And what they're saying is that take all of that away. Ron is just a fucking terrible bridge player. And they both have a history of cheating. Right. Ron and Lotan do. Even Lotan's mother is like, there's a chance he cheated. Yeah, 100%. (laughs) But the point is, because Ron is such a nitwit loser, like, what they're saying is he's easily manipulable, which is the word I learned from Let the Women Do the Work. (laughs) Yes. Easily manipulable, and Lotan could, like, browbeat him into cheating. And Lotan admitted that he browbeat Ron to make him into his ideal player and partner. Early on, like, in one of his first interviews in the documentary, he's like, when we finally got on the same page about how to play. He would make him cry all the time. He would bully him and, like, haze him, and I think he really just got him to to lie for him. Yeah. And cheat with him. I love, even Lotan's mom was like, I, I don't know. He could have. <laughs> Looking back at that time when he was 11. Also, I was there when he memorized all those credit card numbers backwards and forwards it's so he true. can go on the news. I, also, this whole thing with the polygraph, they took the polygraph and they passed. I just saved you 20 minutes of this documentary. I know. 20 minutes. Isaac Mizrahi's back. I know. <laughs> to tell us that like, because everyone is talking about all these little things that they say prove they're cheating and yes. Isaac Mizrahi's back with a story and he's like, one time I was playing bridge with the go-to bridge guy from the New York Times. Like, the ultimate New York Times bridge guy. Like, because, apparently, there used to be a weekly column on bridge in the New York Times. Well, it's probably like the game, right? Because then, like, the next day, you've seen that in the papers, right? What? Where you can, like, do the crossword puzzle. Uh-huh. You can play bridge in the newspaper, and then, like, the next day... Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So maybe he was that guy. You're such a nerd. <laughs> See, Isaac? <laughs> Give me a chance. I, she did not know how she was going to respond to that, I had no fam. idea. But I take it as a compliment. Yeah. But also, Isaac Mizrahi, don't judge I know, me. totally. You're judging a book by its cover, and I thought we don't do that. Totally. You of all people, Isaac. Exactly. But he says, so he's playing with, like, the New York Times bridge guy, which I love that it implies that there are, like, multiple people uh-huh. at the New York Times who are the pro also bridge people. Right, right, right. <laughs> so Isaac goes, This one time, we were playing the hand, and I 
finessed a card in a certain direction. And he literally almost started screaming in the middle of the game. He's like, excuse me, that should not work. And I was like, well, it did, it worked. You know, and you could see his mind just go like that, you know? But I tried something and it worked, which wasn't supposed to work. This guy started screaming and accusing Isaac Mizrahi of, of cheating. cheating. And he's like, excuse me, that should not work. And Isaac goes, well, excuse me, it did. Exactly. And I guess what he's trying to say is like, sometimes it happens. Right. But it happens too consistently. Not with these 15 guys. times in one game. In one game. Like you know? the big fluke. Because it should be like a moment where it's like, and then I played this thing and I didn't know how it was going to go. And then we won. Yeah. But you can't have 30 examples of those. No. And so like we're back with Boya. And Boya, like the rumors have always been that Lotan is cheating. But everyone's like, Boya, you got to get the evidence. We need that. We need the actual good. So for the first time ever at the European Championships, every single game was filmed yes. so that you can watch every move that every person makes. Which is, I mean, like a cache of evidence if ever there was one. Right. And this is where Boya says again, I just want to get the Israelis. It's making me very oh, uncomfortable. Oh, God. So there's hours and hours of footage and all of these nerds are looking through it all, yeah. like hundreds of hours. <laughs> and at one point, some How of- dare you? Uh, which I love. <laughs> but one of them's like, none of us got paid, by the way. No. Because they, it was like hard to not be paranoid. Is that anything it's like looking for bigfoot you have to keep your wits about you is that well, her well that's the thing like because they're looking for anything that could be a tell they're looking for any hand movement they're looking for any bottle they're looking for any any cough and i gotta say we see so many videos of loton coughing right so violently that he has to stand up and walk away from the table right and at one point you know? one of them was like uh you know what's weird this took place in june right it was 90 degrees outside this yeah. guy's wearing a scarf to prove how sick he to is try to i look don't know sick. about that <laughs> totally. and so like but like there's so many things that they see they see people turning cards a certain way moving water bottles wiping their shoulders there's like the sniffles the coughs the scratches and it's just like it could be something or it could just be not like you're sitting there for 12 hours in silence right and at one point Boya gets a phone call from a Swede as right. he says it there was a Swede with the name of Pierre Roulin then in the middle of the night sent me a text message saying that wow I know their code he discovered their secret code and it all has to do with the placement of the board. Which just like blew my fucking mind. Because like, again, remember these guys look at like thousands of hours and like, have you ever done like a puzzle where like it makes no sense and then all of a sudden you yes. see it and it all comes together? And the thing about Bridge is that all of the rules are really, really specific and yes. everything is kind of the same in every game. So like this board is always supposed to go right in the middle. So this again is the board we were talking about earlier. Like it's the board you need to play the game. It's like where the cards go yes. and live and yeah, whatever. And like you put your cards in it and then like you pass it to the next person or whatever or something yeah I actually went to the website bridgecheaters.com to figure it out a little more like what they say proves that they're cheating like so, this formula yes you're saying like this is how Lotan was cheating this is like what the significance of this the board is this is the secret code that yeah. apparently after hours and hours of looking at the footage yeah and it's all about like when the board was on the left side it means this and if the board is on the right side it means this and Lotan is putting it in those places right so when Lotan puts it over here it means spade and then he'd play he'd always play a spade when it's in that location and yeah. he'd always play a diamond when it's in this location and they were able to check this against the actual hands because in bridge always yeah. you can see who played what when right so they're trying to say that this is absolute proof of cheating at one point the swede who cracked the code says yeah. i can convict someone of murder with evidence this good <laughs> because they're saying like you you actually like once you see it you kind of don't even have to know anything about bridge right where it's like oh when it's on the left he always plays a diamond when it's on the right he always plays this like oh okay and what's so smart about that is that the board is the only constant like a bottle of water like it would be weird if he had a bottle of water for every game he right. ever played. If he had a coughing fit in every game he ever played. Right. But the board is always there. So if you can figure out that putting the board here means do this and putting the board here means do that. Because it cuts to Lotan. He's like, 
Honestly, I can say that it's very easy to believe that we cheated. Let's say I'm not, I'm not Lotan, and I'm not the one who is in the story. And I hear like over and over again, over and over again, no matter where I go on internet, I read about it, I read about it. I see people writing that he's a cheater, he's a cheater, he's a cheater. They put it inside my head. And then I see those kind of videos. I need nothing more than that. When I saw that, I was like, oh, fuck, I didn't do this, but, like, it's going to make sense to it's like to say that I did. Well, this one French guy who's an expert goes, finally, we can get rid of those bastards. <laughs> Everyone is so mad. Like, they are taking it so personally yeah. that he's cheating. The problem is, Lotan is saying it looks bad, but I didn't do it. And it's like, well, but we know when the board was moved, and we know the next move that was made, right? right? It's a hell of a coincidence, Lotan, over and over and over but again. But then we get a thing later on that's like, no, it only actually lined up six times of the 250 moves that I made. Right. So it's like sometimes when he put it here, he would play a spade. But sometimes when he put the box in the spade position, they would play a different card. They don't get into this enough. They don't get into it enough. And I do think that Lotan is smart enough and ambitious enough to yeah. change up the pattern yes. often enough to be able to say, like, maybe like he did it these six times, but maybe there's another six times where it was the water bottle. Yeah. Yep. Or another. Or knows? maybe it's like when I cough that now that means hearts or when I put it on the other yes, side. You know what I mean? 100%. Yeah, yeah, and again, yeah. it's one of those things you can't prove it, you can't not prove it, yep. and everyone's just mad. Exactly. And again, it's bridge. It's a card game. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> they engage this professor from Geneva. He's a professor who deals with like physics and statistics. Particle physics. Yeah. And this guy is here to say. When I looked at the numbers, I told them that I think that the analysis that people did on the case is wrong. I don't think there was enough data to make a fair statistical analysis here. The one that there was done was non-kosher. It's thinking. I'm here to tell you it doesn't mean anything. And also, just like a counterpoint to that, if I may. Yeah. I don't think these guys, these experts and professionals, are saying that they cheated every single game. Right. They're just saying that there's a pattern. Yeah. So maybe it was six times, but cheating is cheating. Right. And yeah. that's what the professionals and the experts are trying to say. But this guy w wants to die on this hill. This yes. professor is like, they were not cheating. I know it looks bad, but I'm the actual professor of this shit. Yeah. And I'm saying it's not. He goes and testifies in front of that board or whatever, and he's like screaming about how like they're not cheating. Well, guess what? The committee doesn't give a shit. No. Because they find them guilty and kick them out. They're banned for life. I gotta say, too, Lotan had just won this big trophy. And when the professor goes to testify in front of this panel, they stop him in the middle of his testimony so some guy can go reclaim the trophy. Take it away from him. But the old, it's like this old man that looks like a janitor. Yeah. <laughs> like Who knew there was so much theater in Bridge? Somewhere <laughs> Isaac Mizrahi down on 10th Avenue is going, I did. I That's why I love it so much. <laughs> Could they let But also, this guy's just like carrying the big trophy I, around, like, and they're like, "Give me that." He's so. This guy's so old, he can't even lift. He's like oh dragging it away. Get someone else to do it. I know. Boya isn't even all that happy about it because they're found guilty and banned for life. Banned for life. No coaching, no watching, I, no playing. Don't even think about bridge. The watching was like a bridge too far. I was like, these guys can't a watch. A bridge too far. <laughs> that was really good. Thank you so much. But also because maybe they can signal to somebody else. I, but I, you know? at first I was like, they can't even watch it on TV. Who's going to enforce that? I know. I mean, let's not go that far. Right. <laughs> but like what Boya is saying is they can't be the only ones, right? Right. And they're not. 
Exactly. So the thing about Boya is that he becomes a man on a mission. That's how they describe him. Yeah. Now that they've figured out this one pattern, they start looking for patterns in the other big time winners. Boya becomes a full time narc. He does. He's a full time bridge or, narc. But like sometimes he, it's possible he could be seeing things that aren't there. Right. And also because again, at the on the other side of it, it is so easy to cheat at this game. Yes. Right. You know, and it's right. sort of like what's real, what's not. Because when you think about the constants in the game, it's like the board and the cards, and if you can like figure out how to like signal with the boards or signal with the cards, anyone could cheat at the game. And if you work on it for years, I mean, an arm scratch. Yeah. And then in 20 minutes, a cough. And then, right. tw- I mean, you could be a really good cheater at this and, game. And the point is, we learned at the beginning that people at the top of the game are making $500,000 a year. There's a big incentive to do it. Totally. So they ask Isaac Mizrahi why people cheat. So why did people cheat? Because they couldn't take the rigors of brilliant play. They couldn't take it, I guess. And they're the wrong people. The wrong people cheat at bridge. You just don't want them in the world. You just want them to go away and play their own game. They don't belong in this world. I think they should just go away. (laughs) Isaac? Isaac! Can't win for losing with Isaac Mizrahi when it comes to the game of bridge. But here's when things sort of change with Lotan and his relationship to this narc stuff. Yes. The players now, it's like in Catch Me If You Can, where Frank Abagnale then helped the government find fake checks. Totally. That's what happened. Because the players are like, Lotan, can you help? help us find other cheaters. And he agrees. He does it. And we see video of it. And he's like, people cheat all the time. And actually, I figured out their codes and I've been using it against them. And then he laughs. And that is kind of its own brilliance, you know? Totally. And we see a video. Like, Lotan's like, look, I was playing this one tournament, like, in Mexico or whatever. And I remember the moment I realized this guy was cheating and I was so mad. I, like, looked over at him. We see the video of it. it. The guy does a thing that you now know is a tell. He makes the move. And Lotan has such a a big reaction to yeah. it. Like, again, this is a game where you're sitting quietly. I, like, he proved himself right. Exactly. Like, I, he can't believe that that worked. Yeah. Holy shit. And, like, I guess when you're Lotan, that emboldens you. You're like, well, this guy's doing it, then fuck it, I'm gonna do it. Then everyone's doing it. And I think it's not about, like, it is about winning, but I think he really is just crazy good at bridge. And that, like, also, the next challenge was finding out the other way people were cheating and trying to win at that, 100%. too. 100%. Because the thing is, I think when you're cheating and that's gonna result in you making some insane moves that no nobody would ever make. When you see somebody else on the table make a move like that, then you're like, oh shit. They're cheating. How are they cheating? Now, I have another thing to win. Exactly. It's another challenge. Totally. But the thing is, in light of these scandals, people in Germany and Israel, Poland and Monaco did not participate in the 2015 Bridge Championship. Sponsors are looking the other way, other professionals, because now people are saying like, well, we couldn't beat the cheaters, so we had to hire them. This is like a big open secret that like no one wants to get their like championship ring taken away and the money taken away. And the people at the top, like the people like the head of these federations are saying, we got phone calls and emails from people that said they didn't want to play the game anymore because they were devastated. They flew to foreign countries. They competed for days and days and sweated and and tried. And then you find out that the team that, that you lost to in the finals or semifinals were convicted. It's almost like losing to Lance Armstrong in a bicycle race. They compare it to riding in the Tour de France with Lance Armstrong? Well, but it's not a bad comparison because people are saying, remember when Lance Armstrong was like the toast of the town? Right. And he was like the greatest athlete of all time and we're celebrating him and we learned later that he was like doping and right. it wasn't real? That's what they're saying about these bridge champions. Like we thought they were prodigies and geniuses, but they were just cheating. And also people who should have won didn't. Exactly. And they spent, you know, traveling to Monaco and traveling to all these places. And honestly, this is the their whole life. Yeah. And it's so serious to them and it means so, I'm not saying that in a bad way, it's just 
the truth. Well, people who weren't cheating started calling us saying they don't want to play bridge anymore. Right. Can you imagine? I know. Like, you're not cheating. There's just so much money to be won, and you're putting in so much time and effort, and then in the end, you lose, and then later you learn you lost to the guy that was cheating. I mean, it's and rigged. It's all rigged. It's all rigged, and there's you can't get the money back. You know what I mean? You can't. Or like, the time. Exactly. Or the, and knowing that, like, God damn it, I knew I should have won. Totally. Like, your gut was yes. screaming at you yes. the whole time, and then it's, it's like, it's heartbreaking. So at the end of the documentary, we cut to Lotan, who's just, like, living at home with his mother and playing bridge on the internet. Under a fake name. I know. Usually I play with my own name. Lately, uh, people doesn't like to play against me. So I'm playing uh, sometimes on my friend uh, account. And this is sad, but this is the reality. And I need to face it. Lotan was so good at this that he's been reduced to playing it online. And he has to play under a fake name because nobody will play with him under his real name. And he's really, really mad at his partner he's because like the this... partner's so bad. <laughs> the partner's probably me right. at one in the morning. Right. Oh, what's this? <laughs> I play this for free? <laughs> oh, I need my credit card? Don't okay, I'll just get my credit card. Steve. Oh, Steve, I need $500 to get into this bridge game. <laughs> Okay, great. No, I'm sorry, Steve. I, oh, shit. I put in 5000 So sorry. I'm playing bridge for the rest of my life now. I mean, we watch him in real time doing this, like, game He's with so his partner. Mad. So my partner, he, he bought the contract, and he's going to take responsibility for, for my cards. And, of course, it's better that I will close the computer with what he's doing. And, no, it's, it's like... Sometimes I take it as a nightmare, and sometimes I take it just like a comedy. Like you go to, oh my god! And he's like, "I'm not gonna get mad." I'm like, "Oh damn it!" Oh, it. And then it's like, "No, it's fine. It's he's bad, but it's just a oh, god." And he's like, "I could just like DM him and angrily tell him to leave the table, but I feel like maybe then he'd know it was me." <laughs> right. So, but also like I googled, uh huh, bridge cheating scandals have been happening since the 30s. Oh, like, is that this right? Isn't all that new no. at all. Like, it's a scandalous world. Who knew? In the end, in 2020, because of the pandemic, the Bridge Championship was held online, and Lotan entered under an, uh, under a fake name, because he couldn't enter the right way, and he won. First place. He won first place. Yeah. And, like, I don't know, can you cheat when you're playing on the internet? That, I don't know. I do think he's so good at it yes. that he decided to out-cheat the cheaters, and he lost focus of the game. Yeah. You know, I think that's, because I think he, like, he is good at it. It's not right. surprising to me that he won online. Yeah, yeah. He just needed to make it more of a challenge for himself and he screwed everybody. It's just crazy. And then we learn at the end, since March 2020, Boya has accused over 30 top bridge experts of cheating in high-level online tournaments. That sounds like a fucking lot to me. And among them are five world champions. And all of them no longer play competitive bridge. I'm just saying, Boya, I think, has been given a lot of power yes, here. Yes. And like, he seems like he's unchecked. Like, does he have a vendetta against anybody? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it sounds like he has a vendetta against everybody. Right. I mean, honestly. And again, is it just these people who also are very, it's a little bit of a mob mentality where they are just like, we gotta get them. Yeah. Like, the French guy was like, we're gonna get these bastards, finally. <laughs> so it feels like everyone's looking for stuff to find. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know. Isaac Mizrahi, you would like me. I would Isaac Mizrahi yeah, for, like, he a, a, a couple cocktails. That's totally. all I want. <laughs> you can teach me bridge. I want to yes. learn. Yes, I couldn't agree more. Okay, you great. and Isaac Mizrahi would be best friends. I think we would have a nice time. <laughs> this is a great table for bridge, the one we're sitting at. Isaac, come anytime. Anytime, girl. Cocktails on me. 
Oh, girl, we did it. What's it called? It's called Dirty Tricks. Dirty Tricks. This was a fun one. Yeah. Boy, yeah, Ryan Phillippe's less hot younger brother. You are really going. And speaking <laughs> of vendettas. <laughs> Fam, come to Obsessed Fest. Get a day pass and come to all the daytime programming and or come to the live shows at night. What if we have a bridge club at Obsessed Fest? Oh, my God. That'd be so <laughs> we, fun. Can we have like an hour of a bridge? No, I feel like it takes forever. Yeah. Well, we can get we got we'll a room. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Rushed bridge. It rushed Speed bridge. <laughs> also, join us on the Patreon over 350 full ad-free bonus apps to download and binge right the second. They right. get them all at once, girl. You get them all at once and it won't like kill your phone. No. You just have access to them all Yeah. Ad-free versions of these episodes. So much other amazing yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's great. Just come hang. Everyone's invited. What are we doing after this? Oh, you're going to be so excited. What is it? The Real Rebel, the Aaron Brockovich story. <gasps> Stop it's it! It's an ABC News special. 2020 did it. Oh my God. It's about her and the making of the movie and the real Aaron Brockovich and like what happened. Back oh my God. Fiction. I love Aaron Brock. They're called boobs, Ed. I know. They're called boobs, Ed. All right, fam. Stay tuned for the trailer for that. Our funny and hilarious outtakes. Yeah. That's all. We yeah. love you. I can't wait to hear everyone's experience with Britain. This feels I like know. this feels like a documentary where there's going to be a lot of like personal experience in the yes. Facebook group. <laughs> can't wait. All right. We love you guys. Bye. We love you. Bye. She's not afraid of a fight. Aaron was Rocky in a miniskirt. If Barbie and Wonder Woman were one person. A rebel. A fearless crusader. It's worth the fight. And a single mom. When I first sat down with Aaron and Elizabeth Brockovich, I wasn't so sure that this story would have a Hollywood ending. Yeah, we wear our hot mess hat with pride here, okay? It takes a rebel to kick some. Well, you know what. And now Thursday night, buckle up for the real rebel. Zotan and his partner had just won Lotan, this. Lotan. Lotan and his. Zotan feels like the thing from Big. It is. Isn't it? Zotar. 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 Yeah, yeah. Zotar. What's his name? Lotan. I'm so bored. We're partners. I know. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. See? I was doing a bit, but I thought I, I thought you would think it was funny. I do, I do think it's funny. You keep, keep doing what you're doing. Okay. We're, we're not going to stop. Okay. We're not going to stop each other from doing what we do. There are so many people. It's just a game, everybody. Who are new to this podcast. We were just hearing about the Steve thing. Steve was on Jeopardy. It didn't go great. It did. <laughs> <laughs> He's so smart. We have to move on. We have to move on. <laughs> Team Steve. This one time, I finessed a card in a certain direction. I fina- Isaac! Is that, is that an official bridge term? I don't or know. Did that right. come from Isaac? I don't know. It's I'm just thrilled. Like a finessed. purse fell out of his mouth the second he said it. <laughs> Glittery purse. <laughs> <laughs> 